0: saluto a tutti Buongiorno Bianconeri, welcome back to the All Juve cash channel. Where of course it's all Juve all the time, and we've got a victory to talk about. All right, three nil for the good guys, taking down Salernitana, getting the Vlaovic brace. Oh yeah, all good stuff this morning to tackle. Right. And uh, let's get yeah, it out of the it way. Was an injury scare, but not the worst of news. Obviously, we were going to get to the game recap first. And then get to the news. Yes, 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 Luca. Come, let's get the formalities out of the way. Bear finally nailed the prediction. Luca, do we need to get into the percentages? I'm way ahead of you on nailing uh, predictions. So watch yourself. Watch, watch yourself. All right. But yeah, three <laughs> nail. I was a little shy on cards, but at the start, I thought I was gonna <laughs> nail that too. Because it started off a super chippy game, uh, but uh, they stopped at two cards. Uh, Thought he was going to get really uh, (laughs) trigger-happy with the cards. Bob Yogisler coming in. Ciao, AJC, Forza, Juve. Three in the total. Roll on. Vito, good morning, fellas. Really nice to see Dusan Vlaovic back in action. There you go. Adriano Vlaovic is just getting warmed up. Well, I tell you what, if that's... uh, the beginning, uh, I look forward to the rest because we need him firing and we need him uh, doing that uh, exact yes, business the rest of the way out. So good, good stuff there. I'm going to remind everybody that's tuning into this on your audio. Uh, let's get over to YouTube, okay, and subscribe to the channel. That's where you get all the extras, the match day lives, the interviews and everything. And we have our interview. We had to postpone and reschedule with Mirko Di Natale. He will be live with us this saturday morning same standard time 8 30 a.m eastern time it's his day off but uh hey his love for the ajc remains strong and he's going to uh show up and give us some good stuff that's gonna be a fun uh, little interview so make sure you subscribe to the youtube channel now i've got anthony i've got Omar, and we're ready to tackle what was juve and salernitana you boys ready to rock let's rock I think we're ready to rock. The green room is a beautiful place uh, before these shows. And uh, yeah, we were rocking. I'm running at about
1: 85%, but Hey, we got to make that transparent to the, to the, we were rocking. Let's get to the game. As mentioned,
0: we will get to the news Uh, after we recap the game. So, Get to the matchup. The starting lineup, uh, <laughs> Omar, we remember uh, your thoughts on the starting lineup, and uh, that was great, great stuff. Sparked a little bit of uh, debate there on goalkeepers and everything. But starting lineup for Juve was as follows We had Chesney in goal, Danilo Bremer, Sandro, Lord Descilio at uh, right wing back, Meretti starting next to Locatelli and Rabio, Kostic on the left wing back role with Di Maria and Vlaovic up top. So, We don't need to get back into uh, the details, I think, on the starting lineup. If there were a few changes that we would have liked to have seen and made. But uh, I said in my prediction, I said, you know what? For all the heat that uh, fans are going to give this starting lineup, watch us play a strong game and watch us score a bunch of goals. Lo and behold, Salernitana. And yes, Juve gets three. Now. Maybe, just maybe. I did say. Max knows what he's doing. I did say. Salernitana does not typically play a 4-3-3. They played it against Leche and (laughs) they got away with it but I said if they play a 4-3-3 against us we should handle them comfortably because that 4-3-3 with them especially with not their standard fullbacks in there and whatnot like we should be asking a lot of questions and taking it to them. And I'm proud of the boys for doing just that. We're going to get to the highlights real quick, and then we'll be able to give our overviews. Mm-hmm. Dushan looked into this thing right off the hop. Uh, one of the he first things it. you could probably notice and point out uh, is that Dushan looks in the mood. And, uh, yeah, he carried that forward in the 25th minute uh, Di Maria gets a a lovely ball in there for Moretti, who gets uh, fouled by uh, Hans. Nicolucci Caviglia, uh, who was getting a lot of praise in the days leading up to this game. I I feel bad for the youngster because he had an absolute shocker out there yesterday. But uh, it's not going to change my mind on him and what the future could be and whatnot. But he did have a shocker, so gets the PK in there. And Dushan steps up. This was a hell of a PK posting in. Uh, no chance for uh, the Mexican sensation there, Ochoa. So one-no. one's stopping that. No All one's right. stopping that PK. No, absolutely no. not. He guessed right and still wasn't even close. So hell of a PK there. 43rd minute, we get a scare with Reti. Looked really bad, too, uh, watching it. A lot of different uh, initial reactions on what could have possibly happened. Anthony, what did you think it was Uh that it happened first sight live. I trip. had to
1: watch it a couple times. I'm like, did he get stepped on? But he was like mid air. The, the first thing you think of is Achilles, and you're like, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Dude, it was Achilles. weird
0: to try and figure out what it was. Like,
1: watch like a high, maybe a high, like a month. That sounds like a high ankle sprain, but looks like all indications that's just a sprain, which is good.
0: Yes. Yes. No fractures being reported today and just a sprain. But uh, yeah, Omar, what were you thinking when watching that live? It's hard wait, to figure wait. out.
2: It's always tough. We've seen that too many times still like memories from Spinazzola and Chiesa and you know, tons of injuries when you see the player crying and just breaking down, usually an indication that they know it's serious, it's nothing regular. Mm -hmm. At first glance, I said, okay, foul, he got kicked or stepped on, but then watching it again, it, it wasn't like a foul or anything, just Misstepped or something, but it was very hard to tell from the video. Yeah. 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 It didn't look like it was inflicted by anyone. It's just something, you know, misfortune.
0: Yeah. No, it's, uh, it was, uh, I couldn't figure out. It's always weird when you watch those, but uh, yeah, I mean, going up for uh, an aerial duel and then coming down and he was clenching his leg higher up. And I was like, oh, thinking like knee at first, but then ankle, like it was just weird. Um, good news today, though. Three weeks apparently is what it's looking like, and uh, no fractures. Forty fifth minute, medical, couple minutes after that, because Fajoli ends up coming in for Miretti. And I do, I have to say, uh, it's something I've been saying for a while. He is better, and he also got kicked in the nuts. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, my stomach. Um, he's uh, Meretti ends up obviously having to leave the game. Fajoli comes in. This was a really strong showing for Moretti in that opening 43 minutes before getting injured too. It has to be stated. um, And it's something that, you know, a few of us pointed out now Mm -hmm. for a couple shows anyways, that he's a different player when he's playing as a Metsala, as opposed to that second Mm -hmm. forward. And that was coming through yesterday and he was actually working very well with Di Maria as well. And yeah, it's, it's a shame that, uh, the injury had to take him out of there because I was looking forward to seeing him grow in that game. And potentially that could have been one where he gets that goddamn monkey off his back and maybe finds a goal and then uh, can hopefully just build off that. But nonetheless, here we are. 45th minute, couple of minutes after that and Fajoli coming into the game. There's a cross that comes in. The clearance is weak, and it falls for Vlaovic, who goes off-footed volley, gets it all wrong, puts his arms up in despair, but Kostic follows up, taps her home. Now, just for fun, do you give Vlaovic the break because it's an off-foot volley, or do you expect him to hammer the goal on that one?
1: Wasn't he trying to hit it with his left?
0: It was his right foot, because he is left-footed.
1: Um striker has got to be able to hit with both feet, man. I don't give a shit. You're a professional footballer, striker. You got to be able to hit with both feet. Huh. Not right. like equally, but at that range, come on. Yeah. It worked out. Yeah.
2: yeah. It should. It should, but it happens. Sometimes it just, you know, it's inches. Sometimes and you
1: misfire. Yes.
2: Why didn't you misfire? And if he would have tried to, you know, set up costage in one touch, no way it lands the same way it did like he
1: conscious doesn't finish that if it's a, if it's a pass on the ground There's yeah no way.
2: yeah like that yeah. was super lucky it came out better because i don't know if he would have scored it anyway
1: but what yeah. was the last was the last time we got like a scrappy shitty goal like that we don't get those we haven't been getting those like we need more of those yeah. That just yeah. kind of come out of nowhere.
0: I laughed about it and I said, uh shake I'll it off it. as a pass there, Dushan, and Whatever. uh let's we'll move take on it. because uh, yep. it is what it is. Yeah, he's uh you know he's trying to uh tackle that on the volley off foot. Uh if it was on the ground, I would expect hitting goal. Um volley off foot. Yeah, you can scuff it and get it wrong. That's what happened. Um, we go into half uh two 0 Now, even before half, there was a lovely, lovely play a lovely movement that ended in, it was Di Maria to Rabio, and then you see Locatelli advance. Another right. touch back to Di Maria, who pops it over the top for Locatelli. He gets onto this thing, tries to touch it past Ochoa, but he makes the save. That would have been well three there. in the first half. Um, obviously stopped, and it shuts down at half, 2-0. Yeah. Your thoughts at uh, halftime, everybody? Uh, Omar, why don't you kick us off on uh, your thoughts at half.
2: Well, like, I, I, I get... Okay, we were leading to nothing. I, I just can't take it out of my head that it's still Salernitana, a severely depleted That I mean, that should be a win. We should be 2-0 uh, by halftime. No, it's not negative. It's just, let's put it all into perspective and look, be happy with the win. I am happy with the win. It's a depleted Salernitana. We should win it we need to win it even by half time they gifted us tons of opportunity and we, we took advantage that's what juve used to do if you screw up you'll used get punished do. used to do we don't see it uh, that often but right let's let's put it all into perspective we got the chances we took them and we could rest and you don't see max yelling on the sidelines when we're up three nothing and it's the 70th minute so great Overall, I enjoyed you. were played great at some beautiful plays, beautiful opportunities. Some of them got in, some of them didn't. But I would have really liked to see a Lucatelli goal in that half. Really, yeah, nice. yeah.
0: yeah. All right, and your thoughts at half?
1: Uh, Allegri got the lineup right. I everyone was complaining about Decilio. Okay, he didn't.
2: No, that's that's my point. It's a didn't hurt Southern us, Itana.
1: right? That didn't hurt us. There yeah. you go. the other thing was I was running the main yesterday, the main account oh man someone actually put di Maria meh I'm like Di Maria
0: what? meh
1: like he had he was okay Whatever. Oh, Di
0: Maria was good.
1: I was like I said so th- these are the things that sort of like get my stomach acids going so I, maybe I, I should just stop there. Yeah, I thought of, I thought it was probably one of our better halves of the season. Yeah,
0: it it was in terms. Of, I mean, you start you start to see some some changes in terms of the willingness of even Locatelli where he plays in the midfield, but getting forward, and that's what we we're seeing uh, yesterday. The approach was spot on, and uh, like I said, I made the joke tweet about uh, watch us start off all behind the ball against Salernitana. After all the talks leading into it, and that wasn't the case. We played on the front foot, and it's what we need to do to these teams, especially when they're, you know, hurting at the back, not having two of their main defenders, and they're playing four-three-three, which is not a favorable setup when you're playing against the three-five-two. We should control it. We should be creating chances, and we were. I like the fact that we were stretching the field too. We were looking for Vlaovic up over the top, and it was pushing. Salernitana back, and then we can have that space to work the ball uh, on the ground. Usually, we're so one-dimensional up the flanks, and that wasn't the case uh, yesterday. We were actually mixing it up quite well, taking what was given to us, and guys were doing well to work into the spaces. So, there were a lot of positives. Um, Was it Salernitana? Yes, but on any given day, you can only play the team that you're lined up against, and yesterday, they were doing well, and we've struggled against Salernitana, previously, and other low-ranked teams, whether they're fit or missing a couple guys, we played awful ball. Um, so, you know, take it for the positives and what it is. My hope, again, and I said it at halftime, I didn't even have to wait for the full final um, scoreline everything, but I said my hope is that we don't change that approach in any game or against any opponent. You have to play way more on the front foot and get after it. And you need to commit bodies forward. We're not scared to do that yesterday. You've got a team that's depleted uh, in terms of some key guys at the back, but you can't be scared to play like that against teams that are full strength too. Um, And that's my big thing moving forward and what we take from it. But halftime, 2-0, great start. We don't even have to wait long. In the second half to mm-hmm. get our third goal, and that was a great pass from Fajoli after uh, an awful pass, has to be said. Uh, Salernitana he cuts it out, he finds Vlaovic, and Vlaovic has a hell of a finish there. That's the brace, that's three nil, that's game. Um, game's done. Uh, obviously, Salernitana tries to come back, but they're firing shots from well out, like we don't really give them much. There was one yeah. bad turnover by Juve. That gave them a decent opportunity, but again, uh, Tech sees it wide. 52nd minute, a nice ball over the top for Vlaovic. Again, he holds up the ball, finds Di Maria, who blasts this thing off the crossbar. Could have been been four. four. Um, Bonazzoli comes in and probably has the best opportunity for Salonitana. And again, it was just a ball that wasn't getting cleared out of our area. Falls to him on the volley. But he ends up missing it uh, wide. 84th good minute. The Asa slips one through for Moise Keen, um, And those guys came in and did well too in it. Uh, yep. But uh, like I said, uh, Salernitana was depleted at that point. And uh, Keen smashes the short side post there. And that's pretty much it. And it wraps up 3-0 to the good. And we move. So... Again, uh, second half, probably naturally a little bit of a layoff at uh, 3-0, but still didn't allow a whole bunch. So Mm -hmm. I'm happy with this victory. Kind of summed it up at half. The second half didn't change my mind. We need to be ready to approach all teams and everything like that. Do you guys have anything to add at full time on this Um, one?
2: First of all, Anish, I didn't predict a loss. I predicted a 2-1 win. You Uh, predicted a draw. No. Predicted 2-1 win. win. Okay. Yeah, late in the 80 minutes. Um, oh, right, right. Honestly, <laughs> wait. Don't let take over for a second?
1: Um, My thoughts in the game was my parlay went to shit when I had uh, over two and a half Vlaovic anytime score, but both teams to score. I could have used a Slantana goal yesterday. Whoa. And I had Decilio plus 1,900 anytime goal scorer. I was pretty upset at that. Kostas anytime assist. He had that one when he was running down the side. All he had to do was slip it across to Rabio. Wide open net. There was my Kostas anytime assist. That went into the trash bin too. So
2: I, I think we could have easily put two or three more here taking yeah. taking our chances that we created. We had some very good opportunities. Chiesa could have had one He just shot it wide, Keane hitting the post some more opportunities like costage, uh, but overall it was a good game. Like I, I enjoyed watching it. You see the flip side of dominating and pushing the other team back and making them make mistakes and making them chase the game mm-hmm. instead of us chasing the game, and suddenly you're much more relaxed. It's easier to integrate uh, substitutions and let them play because suddenly there are a lot of spaces opening up behind the defense. Overall enjoyable. I really enjoyed that match. Good, yeah. good Tuesday. Good Tuesday it, was, it was good. Hey.
0: It's okay to be entertained, uh, yeah, regardless of I'm what's happy. going on with the other team and everything like that. That was enjoyable football to watch. It was proper football. Again, we just have to be able to do it against and, all and, the damn teams. So and let's
2: remember it's important. If they would have won it, they would have jumped us in the table. Yes. Now we've jumped Fiorentina. It was an important win, although Salonitana and everything. Well,
0: and just get back on track. We went over some key stats going into this one and Juve was winless Mm -hmm. in like the three Serie A matches leading up to this one. Dusan Vlaovic uh, spoke uh, quite well after the game and he said it's all Mm -hmm. about winning. We have to win. It's all about the points. One game at a time. It's important right now uh, more than ever to just keep uh, tallying up these wins. Max Allegri spoke about it. He's got a number in his mind, which is 40 that they have to see and hit um they're all thinking about it they're all this is one of the problems i have with um dishing out a penalty beyond president and all that beyond all that it's while a championship is being played and it's not even settled and everything to dish out a punishment like this that puts this weight and bearing on these guys is beyond me um but again i will digress from there Trident. Mm -hmm. Well, first let's get to the man of the match. We should do that first. So man of the match. We'll see if we all have the same, Mm -hmm. if there's any outside calls, live chat, man of the match. I see some questions coming in. We'll let you guys know we're going to flag them. We're going to have probably a pretty lengthy storm the barn session today. So Mm -hmm. just hang tight and fire away. Uh, when we, I also have some messages from WhatsApp, uh, Sal, Sal, a friend of ours, uh, put one in through WhatsApp. So I'll drop this here for anybody. This is how you get in when we do the live call-ins as well. That's me on WhatsApp. Okay, you can add it. I've had a great time talking to uh, all you guys who have been some Mm -hmm. supporting us since day one and whatnot. So there it is, Uh, free for everybody. So uh, if you ever want to even just chat Yuve, you can fire away. But uh, we do have a storm in the barn that came in through WhatsApp yesterday because he wasn't sure if he was going to be able to join us. So thank you, Sal, for that. Man of the Match, sponsored by Striped Hearts Apparel. If you mm-hmm. haven't seen the new Amici di Nessuno gear, make sure you go and check it out. All right. Uh, and if you choose to support the channel through there, I thank you, everybody who already has, and those who are going to. Man of the match, we got Vlaovic, not even close. Dushan, mm. Loka, notable. DV9, Vlaovic, Vlaovic. Anthony, your man of the match.
1: Mm. Uh, Vlaovic is obviously the easy one, but I'm going to take a page out of Omer's book where. That's his job. His job is to put balls in the back of the net. So he did his job. I'm going to – I was overly impressed with Fajoli yesterday. He came in and he elevated. Like, Okay, Medetti was playing good, but when he came in, I felt the whole team just went up a notch. So Vlaovic is the easy one, but for me, I, I thought that was probably one of Fajoli's best showings of the year.
0: There you go. There you go. Omar. Vlachovic,
2: for you? Yeah, hard to disagree. Uh, When someone scores a brace, he usually will be the man of the match. And looking overall, because Vlachovic is the easiest answer, and Anthony mentioned Fajoli, so a shout-out to Lucatelli, who dominated and bossed the midfield throughout the game. Mm -hmm. And a very, very rare shout-out to Alexandro, who was good. He was good. He, he was keeping, mm-hmm. uh, marking uh, Bonazzoli when he came in. He cleared a lot of balls. He was always in position. Find, found himself with a lot of space, uh, even in the attacking phase. He was solid. Didn't put the foot wrong all games. So that's new. So he deserves a shout out. Yeah. He hasn't had
1: back to back. I can't think of back to back bad games from Sandro this season. You can't think- no, like, 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 I, you know, okay, he hasn't been like our option, like, great option going forward, but he hasn't been, <laughs> he hasn't been a problem this year. And people keep putting on. on. Oh, oh, there's there. been, there's been some,
2: games.
0: there's been some games.
2: We already hinted your memories.
0: Yeah. What did I just now say? for man <laughs> of the match, uh, yeah, I mean, Obviously, uh, Dushan Vlaovic, uh, but I like talking about the outside guys. Um, just uh, sometimes that's it, sh- it, says a lot about the games when you start getting more and more names that you can add into the back. Yep. Uh, Kostic, I think, can be up there. Uh, great showing for himself, uh, yesterday. Locatelli, I love the Locatelli shouts. Um, I even noticed in the huddle yesterday, he was the one leading the charge. Um, mm-hmm. you see the video and everything that's put out there. He is, we're starting to see something we haven't out of Locatelli before. And I said that this whole scenario is going to tell us a lot more about the guys that we do have. And if they are right guys to be those pillars moving forward. We're going to find out a hell of a lot more about Archesas, uh Locatelli, and even the young guys like Fajoli. You're going to learn a hell of a lot more with all this adversity that they're facing and whatnot. And for me, there's a definite shift in Loka Delhi, that uh, I'm seeing. And everybody knows where I stand with Loka and whatnot, but I, I'm not just saying this because he's my guy and I've been pumped since we signed him and whatnot. Like, you could see it. Can you guys see the shift in Loka?
2: Not, not only since yesterday. Like, it's been from maybe October where you're really, like, the reins in midfield and started... When he starting. came back
0: from that personal leave, right about mm-hmm. then.
2: Yeah. yeah, he really just, you know, was up to the task and wanted to take initiative and take control and, you know, navigate everyone in the midfield. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Depends who plays with him. But he seems to have a really good understanding with uh, Fajoli. And like Anne said, Fajoli came in and was like uh, just a storm. Washed away the, the midfield, and a lot of it is thanks to Loka, who provides defensive coverage for everyone. He doesn't get you know up too much, uh, but his job is to navigate everything, and he does it perfectly so far.
1: Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to burst RB Comp's bubble, but Pedes will play again. Yeah, you I'm have too sorry, much football
0: RB, to play. RB man, I'm sorry. He's he gonna play. gonna play again. Um
2: that's like... that's another question I have. Like, okay, so we sold McKenny, Miretti is out for three weeks, which in mm-hmm. you the terms means a month and a half. And three months. Possibly. Mm-hmm. So we're left with a very not a lot of midfielders, honestly. So someone has oh, we change information, or someone has you know to be brought up and Start playing. I, I yeah. can only think of what's his name, Barren He's the only one uh, I know. Someone mentioned him earlier. Theater. Yeah, possibly. Pogba still injured, no time on his recovery. So we're left with who? With Fajoli, Paredes, Rabio, and Locatelli. That's our guys right now.
1: Fajoli, Paredes, Rabiot, Locatelli. So now... what
2: would you do? Shift formation or bring someone from the U23?
1: Well, well, Max isn't changing formations.
0: A formation shift, especially if we're going to end up going, I still say it, it's worth, some of these things are worth a shot. Especially if, uh, you know, if and when Paul comes back or whatnot. But like, yeah, I don't know. Probably lean towards formation shift to be honest. But I think we've been saying it for a while now. It's time to uh, see something a little bit different maybe and try and get some more going on. But we're going to get into that first going to wrap things up on still man of the match, outside man of the match. I thought Di Maria was fantastic. Um, So Mm -hmm. Di Maria moving away from him next season, there is some rumblings and some fans that are like, who is going to take that over? Who's going to do that? Who's going to be this guy um, that's going to lead the charge creatively for Juve. And people are already thinking about this next season and who's going to be this guy, whatnot. And, Number one, Di Maria has been a mixed bag, and that was like he had a strong showing, and he's a class player. Um, but, again, it's been a mixed bag, and he we are still using him outside of his comfort zone. So what are you doing? I wouldn't be too concerned oh. with that um, just yet. And if we get things right it could take over by the majority and maybe Fajoli continues to grow. Maybe we push Fajoli a little more forward. Like I said, run a three-man mid, but two pivots, one more advanced. I think Fajoli could do that role. And Sule is a good shout because you have Sule out there and whatnot. He's got a long way to go, I think, uh, in terms of when we talk about young guys that really have to adapt their games, I think Sule still has – a much longer way to go than some of the other younger guys. <clears throat> I'd like to see him hit that fucking ball with conviction sometimes too. Like, yeah, he's got a couple more. panini. Soft.
1: Yeah. He needs Wild. some more pasta on his life. He gotta get some more carbs. <laughs> he's got yeah. a carbo load.
0: But anyways, you guys, what uh, I can't help, but feel when I hear these things, like, let's not worry about that just yet. Let's Mm-mm. worry about this season. We have Dimitri here. Now let's look to the future. When let's cross that bridge when we get there. We have so much other stuff to worry about right now and fans thinking about what the next step is after Di Maria and whatnot. Relax. Now, the funny thing is that while this goes on, there's apparently a 12 million euro uh, release clause for Paulo Dybala. What are we Uh, even
1: talking about? What are we even talking about? Come on. Cheap
0: cheap, uh, return for Paulo Dybala?
2: Come on, we'll buy Ronaldo back before we buy Dybala again. (laughs) No way they're going for it.
1: Okay. Hang on.
2: No way he comes back. No? No, I don't see it happening. I think
1: there's a lot of people that would buy him back. A lot of fans would be like, 12 million. Easy. If Di Maria is out, a lot of people would take him back for 12 million. Okay.
2: Another (laughs) report is that the Zerbi has the same release clause from uh, Brighton.
1: 13 million.
2: No, one more million. The Cherby. Pocket money.
0: Can he play uh, left back? You can play whatever you want him to play. All right. So here's the thing. Uh, I just like having fun and bring things like that. If you wanted to ask my honest opinion, uh, yeah, it's done. It's done. It's It's dusted. We've uh, ended that. uh, And it's time to uh, look forward. But it's always fun to bring these things up and talk about it. Trident said we would get into formations, everything like that. Would mm-hmm. you continue? We we talked about this a lot actually that yesterday could have been the match for Max to try something new 343, four, three, uh 433 three, if you wanted to and whatnot. He had the players available. We saw him still go with Vlaovich Di Maria and then bring Chiesa on after, which Kiesa looked good too. Um, do you keep the trident broken up still, or do you That'd bring fire away on. soon?
1: Go ahead, Armour. I got to bring something up here.
2: I, I'll fire away soon. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I'll, I'll do the shift. Having said that, Di Maria in the middle is something we don't have yet. Like the, the chances he creates from like center area of the attack and not from the wings is incredible. He puts balls in, he put the ball in for Miretti for that foul, the penalty. He put in Lucatelli through, he put Dushan through. He's great in the middle. If if we do move to something, I wish it would be 4 2, 3 one because we're lacking midfielders and because I think it plays better to our type of guys. But no problem with our 4-3-3. But I would make the shift
0: immediately. All right. So you would uh, get into that uh, soon and figure out... Yeah. Well, we got. Ten okay. Seven. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Anth, are you on the same uh, wavelength there?
1: No. I'm a big proponent of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So that, again, I'm just going to, I'm just looking at the numbers. Eight games in a row, zero conceded, eight wins. Then we ran into that fucking buzzsaw of that Napoli team. And then 2 1 win against Monza, three, and then 2 1. And then three-three draw against Atalanta. Then we had that minus fifteen points brain fart against Monza again, and then two wins in a row. So I get based on personnel, I could see it, but in the grand scheme of things, it ain't broke, so don't fix it.
2: Well, it kind of is, bro.
0: Well, Sometimes. I was just going to say, not is, always. It, is it? Has it not been broken? We, this was our first win out of three going into it. We were playing pretty abysmal ball. Like you can't I don't know, that that, that game against Monza. a lot.
1: The game against Monza was like two days after the minus fifteen points. Just scratch that one off the books. Okay, the three-three draw against
2: Atalanta. No, no. I think that was before Atalanta. Yeah, uh, it, before it was before Atal. No Atalanta. It was we, after Napoli. We lost five one to Napoli, and then we got the verdict a few days later. No,
1: it was five one, and then we beat Monza in the Coppa Italia two one, and then it was a three three draw. Yeah, and oh, then the it was Mon- the minus fifteen. The Monza yeah. win, and then it was the and then it was the Monza loss.
0: So it, yeah, it was Napoli, Monza win, Coppa Italia, Atalanta draw, then Monza loss. Yeah.
1: Okay, so those two games there. Yeah, like the Monza, the Napoli. Okay. Monza, you gave up one goal and then three goals. Like, there was that little stretch there. But other than that, I don't know. I don't know. It's looked good the past, past couple of games. Yeah, but based think, on personnel, I can see it. But overall, for me, it's not broke. Don't fix it.
0: I think what's tough is this. If we're looking at Juve, and this this shines through yesterday, clear and simple, what I was saying about the approach. The pressure that we put on other teams, right. that willingness to get after it, even against Napoli, there was a stretch there at the end of the first half in that game where we actually played properly. and We were causing them fits and it wasn't like he did mm-hmm. change setup at that point, but the pressure that we applied to them and then the second half we came out and we were all behind the ball yet mm-hmm. again. For me, half the battle isn't so much how we go out there and how we set up. It's really what we do in terms of pressure and our midfielders and bringing them forward and taking out other teams' options. For some reason, though, in this setup, there's an issue with when we try to press teams, having it in sync down the line in all the stages. It always seems to be something. Either the forwards are missing an assignment or a midfielder is dropping back rather than coming forward. So, again, direction, the players, uh, who knows? But I think half the battle is the approach. And, again, for me, what I'm going to look at forward, and especially we're going to find out coming up Thursday in the Europa League tie when we face Nantes, If we play them in the same manner, same approach, because if we sit back, I'm going to be absolutely pissed. Juve needs to play on the front foot. It makes the game easier for their players as well. We talk about errant passes. You talk about bad decision-making, all this. When we play a slow game and we're not forcing the opponents to make quick decisions, it's harder for us because they are already set. We are playing... One-dimensional football where we go up the sidelines and there's zero options. We have nowhere to go but backwards. Yesterday, I like the fact we were mixing it up. We were playing through the mill. We were trying stretch passes to Dushan Vlaovic, and then our second forward was supporting him. We have to continue doing the right things to truly judge how much of the issue is the actual setup and how much is just our approach, right?
2: Yeah, I what you're saying is true, especially... Take an, take an example from uh, last season, VRL, we got the early goal, then sat back behind the ball, eventually conceded. I hope you don't do that against Nantes. Uh, go for those two, three goals that will give you, you know, a relatively easy cushion. And But it's the cohesion. Like, when we do press, it's not everyone together all the yeah. time. So the, the back line still remains deep. So when you break out of the first press, you're, you can coast forward for like 50 meters with non, uninterrupted. And that's where my problem lies with our presses. And when we do decide to press, it's not always everyone together. When you press high, everyone presses high. So when they break the first line of press, there's still another line to go through. Yeah. And that's where I see our problem.
0: <clears throat> and this is what I find shocking. To me, that we aren't able to press so strongly in a three-five-two because if anything, it should make things a little bit easier to press. Especially, you've got your three center backs at the back; they should be pushing those mids up. Your flanks should be shutting those down. And for some reason, it's been too soft for teams to play out of uh, against us. So we have to fix that first and foremost. And I don't think it gets easier in a four-three-three. To be honest. Um, I don't think it does when I look at our fullbacks and how we would have to play them and how their roles would change drastically. I'm not, I'm not so sure. But again, I think it comes down more to how we play rather than uh, the shape and whatnot. And something has to be said about emptying the clip. I like having one of Chiesa or Di Maria to come in there against some tired legs. I really do. But at the same time, we should see something where they're all out there. Um, four, two, three, one, like Omar was saying before, hey, why not? Why not? But you're not going to drop that in the Europa League. Like, I think it's wrong to go in there and all of a sudden try and fire that away. So it's really mm-hmm. down to Fiorentina, which could be a tough game for us. It they're has so been over the past few. So I don't even know. I saw Salernitana as a good opportunity to do it. We didn't. So now I think you got to hold if we're talking about getting the trident going. I think now you've kind of, that was your game. I think now we hold off for a bit. Just, That's-
1: just to add the 15 points RB comms was correct. In, in the comments here, the 15 points were deducted before the Atalanta three, three draw.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So again,
0: and that was, and to be honest, they played a good game against Atalanta. Um, the last kind of yeah. buried our mistakes, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but play a good game, Vlaovic Dushan Vlaovic. So, um, obviously had a strong, strong showing mm-hmm. from him. Um, man, we had a question a little while ago that was how many goals you think he finishes the season on and everything. What's he sitting at? He's sitting at around, I think, eight now, eight. in 12 eight. appearances.
2: Um, uh, 12. For... What's that, and two assists. And have so goal yeah. contributions in 12 matches.
0: Dushan Vlaovic. Um, obviously, uh, fans are nervous and everything about what could happen in the summer. We've been getting rumors that if something were to happen with Juventus, there's no European football that Vlaovic could choose okay. to uh, Luca try and leave and whatnot. So here's the thing with Vlaovic how many goals do we think he's going to finish up this season
2: with? I'm actually kind of shocked he's still like, I don't know, seventh in the Serie A table since they have not scored since October. Uh, we got a good glimpse of like, I think in the past year, we kind of forgot how good he can be when he's on his game. And last night, he seemed far better. So if he continues that way, I mean, that back heel on the touchline was beautiful.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm talking nice about.
2: turn there. Absolutely. 17 yeah, that that's that's an informed Dushan, and I think he's going to get to 16 goals.
1: This Serie A goals? I'll, I'll go yeah Serie A I'll goals. stick I'll, I'll say 17.
0: So you guys think he's going to finish 16 17 mm-hmm. in goals yeah. in Serie A. So that's about another 9 goals. All right. In what? How many games? 17. 17 games. Yeah. I'm going to say so he's getting yeah, I think he'll get another. So he's at eight. I think he'll finish. I think he's going to finish 19 or 20, to be honest. I think he'll finish okay. around 19 or 20. How many hat tricks? Oh, yeah. So Isn't the it? big uproar about Zero. Max pulling him and stuff agree, like Homer. that.
1: Zero. Zero. Let's he's not done it lose twice. our.
0: Let's not lose our heads over that one. Uh, yeah, there, I saw some uproar from fans. Him getting pulled, he was on a hat trick, whatnot. Look, he's just come back too, so let's yeah. take it easy. Uh, hat tricks are not our concern. Winning games are our concern. Mm, and uh, nice. let's be What's honest, that? if you want,
2: let's be honest, if you worse. want a hat trick for Max Allegri, do it in the first half.
0: Yeah. Well, hey. He had some uh, more opportunities that uh, he shanked. Uh, Bury one of those, you get your hat-trick, buddy. But, uh, yeah, hat-tricks are not uh, our concern. Uh, Winning (laughs) and getting those points are. Now, in terms of news, we're going to get to news. There were some questions earlier on about some news. We're going to tackle it right now. Pogba Mm -hmm. potentially Sunday. If not, uh, maybe Nance uh, in Europa League. Still just waiting. Um, Benucci could return Sunday to the team list for Fiorentina. Medetti, we talked about earlier, three weeks out, no fractures. uh, So sprains, three weeks out. Prisma, preliminary hearing, March 27th. Juve could push to move it to either Milan or Rome. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that has something to do with, obviously, what we're hearing about uh, prosecutors and everything. It must be noted that there's also a report that Santiorello Ha- could potentially pull himself from uh, the hearings and everything, obviously in light of what's forward. happened. I stand the same as I did from the second dismissal. Juve needed to push back much, much harder before mm-hmm. it got to the stage, knowing this and everything that's going on, they need to continue to push back very, very hard, but preliminary hearing set for march 27th i'm going to remind everybody right now get your storm the barn questions in right now okay because we're going to tackling all those and we have a good amount of time to tackle those you guys always have great great stuff so fire away i'm going to uh let you guys uh get into anything on that news that you kind of want to touch on uh obviously pogba Benucci returning and whatnot um Moretti, three weeks out Benucci returning uh Man, I don't know, rotational mm. piece. Like, I don't see him coming in, being a big... Like, he was pulled from big matches before he got hurt. Max wasn't leaning on him. So, I don't think this is a big, big one. Uh, not as big as when Paul comes back, because I think Paul's going to have a huge, huge impact. But does Banucci make your starting CBs in a back four to get Danilo to a fullback position?
2: Absolutely not. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what i Yeah. <laughs> Not, hey i'm a big bonucci guy but geez this no. is
0: a great storm the barn question by the way <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't stand I'm, up
2: no i'm wearing two actually
0: amazing amazing but yeah bonucci doesn't make omar's starting center backs in a back four doesn't make mine uh at not right now yeah
1: starting no not right now
0: yeah we can get to uh this right now what do you think of trying 433 with pogba back in the lineup? Um have we to. could argue trying it before he even gets back in because, like I said, for me, the biggest thing in going to the four-three-three is I have a personal issue <laughs> any way I line up a back four in this team. I have a problem with it any way I work it out in my mind. Mm-hmm. Either I have Rugani that now we're banking on as a center back, uh one of your two main center backs. To get our fullbacks to be Danilo and Cuadrado, I'm not huge on that pairing uh, as fullbacks. It's probably our best. Kostic as just an outright fullback, I don't really know. Illing Jr., maybe, but we haven't seen it. Again, it would depend on the matchup, but I don't have a back four that I'm locked in and comfortable with.
1: I said nice things about Sandro earlier. Because I think he deserves it this season, but not when he plays in a back four. When he yeah, plays when he plays out there as that. a left back, it hasn't been good. Yeah, when he plays so, in a back three, he's been fine.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, you know, if you're going to talk about Pogba, I think any way you have it in a three-man mid is going to be making an impact, whether it's 4-3-3 three, three, or 3-5-2, three, and he's one of those three midfielders. Uh, I think it's it's going to be fine either way. Uh, the four three three for me, it always goes back to the back line. Omar, what are you thinking?
2: We've talked about this a lot, so yeah. I don't have much to add. I'm pretty much with you. Like the only downside of that is the fullbacks. You you can't rely on either the left or the right. No one is good enough on the left. Not the Shilio, Not Sandro. Even Danilo on the left is miles like worse than he is on the right. I would like to see it. Uh, I think it will eventually be sort of a 4-2-3-1. I think one of them will play uh, up around the field. It was Miretti in the start of the season. If Pogba is available, I think it will be him. Uh, which is interesting because I what I do like to see is Fagioli and Lucatelli both as pivots together. Yeah. I think that's a killer combination.
0: Yeah. I agree. I think that uh, I'd have absolutely no problems uh, with that midfield, and whatnot. But uh, I don't know if uh, just Pogba coming back means go four three three. I think we need to see the four three three more for our forwards than we do the midfield because you're going to have three in the middle, any shape we play. Like, do you agree, Ant? Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah, more for the I, forwards. Our four three three.
1: It's the back line. I don't think we need to reiterate it more. Like, I think the, the six up top isn't the issue. It's the four at the back. We can find six yeah. to play up there. Yeah. That's not a problem. Yeah. Well, barring injuries. Yeah. Can, right now yeah. we can field those six. It's the four.
2: Uh, to- news. News is something that came out now by Sky Sport: Lucatelli is now owned by Juventus. The obligation has been triggered. Uh, Juventus will provide 25 million to Sassuolo, which could become 37.5 with agreed bonuses. Uh, five million has already been uh, paid when he left, uh, so 7.5 million still available in bonuses.
0: There we go. So, All
2: right. Welcome, Lucatelli. There's no way back now.
0: That uh, no brainer piece of business Start to go fund there, Lucatelli. Um, yeah. yeah. I'll continue to uh, face all the uh, criticisms for Loka on his behalf I don't because uh, I see like it I unwarranted. Uh, had a little played, bit of a tough spell only like, when he had uh, the personal stuff. So great, great news there. I don't get it. Awesome to get it live. Remo agreeing. Good, good I don't, I don't get the Lucatelli hate I really don't.
1: I don't get I, it. I, I know. Like, it, it's he plays in wild. a position where he's going to touch the ball or be around the ball a lot. So mm-hmm. he's going to – He's, he's going to be on your TV screen a lot. It's like I
2: don't. Get I'm it. going to get. I, to, I can get it. I can get it.
0: I'm going to get to Sal's storm the barn um, again. Big thank you, and for you guys, uh, even if we're not doing live call again, I put my number out there. I'll put it out again. This is me on WhatsApp. This I'm is where you can get questions, questions in if you want to, whatnot. And I think I actually no, I didn't delete it. Perfect. So here, let's get to Sal's. I know both are important, but which do you think is more important in terms of retaining top talent, winning or style of play? I'm worried that we lose players like Flaovic if we continue to play pragmatically. um, And uh, he would love to hear the thoughts from the group on that one. So, yeah. What do you think plays into it more, winning or style of play? (laughs) Remember yeah, your go, ahead. Uh-huh. yeah go, ahead. go ahead. Fire away. Sassuolo has a
1: wonderful style of play, but they they're a mid table team every year. Winning cures everything. Winning, you play in Champions League, you get more money. Winning, yeah. I get like style of play. Oh, you know Udinese. What a wonderful style of play. Clown show. Winning is what is what <laughs> brings people in. Yeah,
2: okay. I think the, the correct answer is a mix of both. To some degree, because youngsters want to play eventually. They don't want to sit on the bench, depending on the roles they're doing, like the lift complaining about too much defensive work. You're a defender. That I mean, where's that coming from? I think Uh, we're going to get
0: three different answers. Continue on, Omar.
2: Yeah, but like Ant said, it really depends on the team you are and what you represent. For Ajax, the style of play... No, you said... You said winning. Obviously, win. winning will make everyone want to stay. Come on, in. Although you guys win. Saw, I'm in. We saw I'm, players who, who left because of, I'm going to go.
0: A, I'm going to go a different direction in my answer. You stink. Go and ahead. I'm going to say it's actually dependent on the player, um, really, because to mm-hmm. some, when you're starting off and you're a youngster, like right now, minutes is key. And that's why you lose some youngsters. That's why the thought, the threat of Fajoli walking away from Juve was real because he wanted the commitment to time. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that stage, minutes are more important. When you start looking at uh, guys that are trying to, at a different level that want to continue on, Champions League becomes important. So then winning becomes a priority, not necessarily mm-hmm. the style of play that we're playing. If we look at just Vlaovic as an example, if we have European football, say the point deduction doesn't come in, we're sit- I don't think there's any threat of losing Dusan Vlaovic whatsoever. I think the threat is not having Champions League football next season. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: But again, it changes for the player. Um, if, if we're winning, that said as well, if we're winning and a player isn't getting the minutes that he uh, sees fit or whatnot, or can't find it in because of style of play, then that becomes an issue. So those two kind of go hand in hand, but it's really player dependent. Um, So for us at Juve, it ultimately has to come down to winning. Like this team's like, we're, we're at risk of losing guys we don't want to simply because of the fact of results. And yes, it's because of a point penalty and whatnot. But uh, that is the major risk right now. I think
2: I think there's two more points. First of all, it's a domino effect. Like one is related to the other. And when you don't win and you play bad football, players wouldn't want to stay. It can work either way. Sometimes you're winning without beautiful football and vice versa. So when this happens, then that happens, then... And the second thing is maybe more important, the manager. Sometimes it's not about tactics or anything. It's just Mm -hmm. getting along with your manager. Like, Let's go back to the sorry season. It didn't seem like anyone liked him as a person and he didn't have this personal connection with the players Mm -hmm. who wanted to stay and play for him. There are managers who have that, some don't. So sometimes it just doesn't work. Different personalities. You can see it with Mourinho a lot. Tons of other Mm -hmm. managers. Cancelo was winning games and playing beautiful with Man City and he still left to Bayern because it just didn't work out with Bordiola. So the manager is a big issue.
0: There's a lot of things going on. Um, There's so many moving pieces that I don't think we can just say um, our style of play is... The be all end all then guys just won't want to play. If that was true, historically, we would have lost a lot more players than we actually did end up uh, losing. And Max, this is nothing new to Max. Max has been with Juventus five years previously. Players weren't begging to leave Juventus. We were on a stretch winning everything and whatnot. So ultimately, ultimately it's results. Because nobody was pounding on the door to get out of Juventus. When we were uh, in our uh, heyday there, winning is ultimately the right answer, in my opinion. But there are multiple, multiple factors, right? Great stuff, anyways. Great question. Cool to uh, discuss and everything like that. We're going to get to uh, some more here. Keep it going. Um, Now, let's go. Brasso. Do we let Benucci finish his contract with us, or do we push him out i don't think he's like chellini or other legends so i wouldn't let him finish i don't think there's going to be an option to be honest nobody's going to be coming in for uh well
2: i i would sell him ends down like if you can make money off him
0: i just don't i i mean sure i I don't see it happening who's coming in for Benucci?
2: yeah if anyone it it's going to be a Sassuolo or Udinese or some... they been military. wanting to
0: sell Sandro for like three friggin' years. It doesn't matter. Like, nobody's yeah. coming and knocking.
2: And, and that's a Juve problem I wish they'd solve. Like, it seems they're releasing the guys they shouldn't uh, with relative ease. Marquisio, Buffon, and uh, Chiellini, and blah, 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 Del Piero. And the guys that should be pushed out ends up staying all the time and eventually living for free. Yeah. So What's his
1: current contract?
2: Till 2024. One more yeah. year. He's
0: got uh, one more one more season Kay. entering the final.
1: I'll, I'll answer the question with a question. When was the last time Juventus pushed a player out? I guess oh, Ma- Mandzukic.
2: Yeah. Well, stay. I mean, DiBala. No. Melo, Melo Arthur, uh, Zakaria. I mean, these guys have been pushed out. Sort of, but a
1: player, a player like that, like
2: McKennie. It was reported oh. McKennie just wanted to leave the second we got. The After being
0: shopped months. for quite some time. Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't, I don't. Maybe I should refer. I don't see a, someone of like Benucci's sort of status with the club. I guess the last time it.
0: Mandzukic.
1: Man, yeah, yeah. You can say you can say Mandzukic. He's, yeah, he's up on the wall. Yeah. Uh, yeah, benucci has been around yeah. a long time though. He's been here a long time. Oh yeah, but
0: like they push guys out all the time. Doesn't I matter. Don't, I don't. I don't see them pushing them out. I don't see them extending them. Let's put it that I way. I just think they have no. There's nowhere to go. Like nobody's
2: gonna yeah, come like in
0: by Benucci.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't see them.
2: Our only hope is that some mid-table team paying like he 10 won't 10 million, leave. and that's it.
1: He'd. 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 I think he'd play a backup role and leave. I think he'd rather do that. I don't think. I, don't I think, think he's going think to finish at Juventus. I can't see him playing with another team. I don't. Yeah, think have I just. I think through. that's going to
0: be it. It will just end there. Um, but yeah, let's get to another one and keep them coming, everybody. Keep the storm, in the barns coming. With PSG having Scunier on a pre-contract, they will probably be looking to sell center back. Should we be going for Ramos, cheap alternative, Ramsey. or Kim Pembe, more long-term?
2: Ramos, no, injured a lot. Just... It's past
0: the point of it being something we need to look at. Yeah, he's, ready. he's ready for TFC. I we... to be long-term. We... There we go. <laughs> and when we talk about uh, Kimpembe or any future targets, there's so much uncertainty right now, we can't even really get to that. Um, yeah. We've got Remember... to wait until some serious dust settles.
2: Remember when you assigned Lucio? That's nope. that's how I feel about Ramos. Yeah. Like it's just a nothing move. Honestly, yeah. sign no one. We've been hearing very good words about uh, Dean Hoyson, I believe is the name. Promote him. We're going with youngsters. We have four defenders now, maybe five. Promote this guy and let him start playing okay. and gain experience. And this Here's is another question.
0: thing why I talk about an apex kind of hitting the nail on the head. If we're talking targets, we have got to wait until the yeah. dot settles yeah. because that's going to be the hardest thing to try and like. And we're hearing it. This was also in the news, too, that we didn't catch Grimaldo. So Grimaldo, all of a sudden, there's nothing coming out of it from Juve's side anymore, obviously, since what was going down. They were apparently talking quite a bit. There was terms that could have been agreed upon personal terms, but all that stopped and make no mistake. The uncertainty has pretty much everything to do with it. Yes. He's got some other teams interested in whatnot, but that went from so much smoke to just nothing. Yeah, We are definitely going to get into that with Mirko Di Natale on Saturday morning. Um, just to give everybody a little bit of insight of how that show is going to go. It's literally going to be a rundown on Juve's roster and Juve next gen in terms of what all the Intel he has on the players, their contracts, where they stand and what the future could look like. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to that and just picking his brain on that. But even especially for Juve next gen, because guys like him, Romeo Gresti, they're around those guys all the time. And, Mirko covers it. That's why we had to postpone the last uh, show with him. It's because he got called in to go and cover Juve versus Bientenza. So he sees these guys all the time. So it's going to be good, good stuff. But
1: I got something to add yeah. to that center back one.
0: Fire away. Is that
1: is that a main
0: focus, or should left back be a main focus? Fullbacks and center back, but yeah, we need fullback help big time. Right. And Sandro you and Cuadrado are leaving this season, so it's like you have to do something there, and it can't be there fillers. Like you need guys, right? Ready to go. Yep. You need your one A's, like big time. I agree that
1: center back. You look at it, but your our fullbacks are going to be hurting this summer.
0: You, you, you need a solid partner for Bremer yeah. in a back yeah. four. You need to be able to go to a back four comfortably. Like mm-hmm. when we were talking four three three, there I don't see a back four that I'm comfortable with. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, I... sorry, not sorry. I think we can postpone any talks of transfers right now. No one is going to sign for a club who's uncertain where it's going to be. You can talk to Grimaldo and tell him, yeah, we're one of the biggest clubs in Italy and we're going this and that. And after a week, we'll get demoted to Serie B. Like no players want want to land in this situation. So we'll have to let the dust settle. Hard for me to believe they're talking with anyone right now, if they're a bit logical.
0: But yeah. if the dust
2: settles and everything mm. is fine, I have three names to go out for to fix our uh, defensive and fullback situations.
1: They're definitely kicking the tires on players. The the phones yeah. the, the phones aren't completely cut off. They're they're making calls. Did I see Ketabini at the game yesterday?
2: Yeah. yeah? Was he Yeah, okay. he was sitting there. Yeah, he was out okay. there with uh all there.
0: Yeah, okay. We're still going to see, I think, a lot of movement with young guys um, Mm -hmm. come summer. And we might see more integration than being talked about, obviously, with the circumstance and everything. But you could see a lot more integration. Um, The list of names goes on, but Rovella, um, Ranocchia (laughs) potentially. Um, that's the
2: that's the only certainty
0: Keenan yield is potentially like the list goes on and on but you know given the Mm -hmm. circumstance too it could uh be a lot more than we anticipate so again time's gonna tell we just have to wait and we're gonna be waiting a while march 27th preliminary hearing for the prisma case and whatnot like this thing's far from over far from settled and we're not going to have clear definitive answers on this for quite some time
2: but but if things do go south we still have a bunch of players coming back for all of these roles we still have Connie de Winter out and Cambiaso out and some midfielders going around and we have guys like you said Kenan Yıldız and Sule who's already playing like it's not all doom and gloom. We have something to fall back on.
0: I will say this for anybody that's getting their hopes up on some of these other guys that went out on potentially coming back, like guys like uh, Zakaria... I don't see anything Mm -hmm. happening with Zakaria other than Juve pushing him out. That's what been early reports. Again, we'll let Mirko Di Natale touch on that. But Artur, same thing. It's just going to be this issue for Juve of trying to move these guys. I don't think Zakaria was given a fair shot. However, it is what it is. I think Juve's made up their minds on guys. Kind of falls into the same thing with Luca Pellegrini. Could have come in and helped the fullback. but. There wasn't even a thought for Juve. And I think that Zakaria and Artur are in that same boat. Not even a thought for Juve. So uh, it's going to be interesting. Cambiaso, I do see him coming into uh, the squad uh, next season. So it's going to be interesting to see. Interesting to see. Jeremiah. Hey guys, this is how Juve should be playing consistently. This is the system and style of play we were always capable of to go on the offensive and dominate the opposition. Agreed. Well, I mean, it's not much of a question, to be honest. It's more just your statement. But I mean, yeah, of course, we've been saying you don't even have to say it. You could just look at this team and yeah, we are inconsistent. Are we capable of playing like this all the time? Absolutely. We just don't for whatever reason. Player performances Whatever you go back to that Napoli game, the part that bugs me the most is that that was not even close to our best showing or even a half ass showing from Juve. And Bremer literally was worst game. That was the worst game, yeah. It was unbelievable. So it's not our best show. Are we capable of doing what we did yesterday? Yeah, but we have Mm -hmm. to see us not be fearful against Mm -hmm. strong opposition. So yeah. In in short, yeah, we're capable of that. Of course, we. Are. I think
1: a I think a part of that too is that, and hopefully, this sunk into Max's head is that when you're in second, right, you're trying you're trying to stay with the pack leaders. You're trying to, you know, match what they do. Okay, Napoli sort of run away with it, but you want to obviously you want to win every game. But it's it's a lot more of a chess match. Where we are now, you have to win. Like there's yeah. no there's no if ands or buts. It has to be three points now every every week. So hopefully, hopefully, that's sunk into Max's head. It's like, we, we got to go balls to the walls now. Yeah. Every match.
0: Yeah. We're going to go to Arash here. And he's saying, who would you pick to play alongside Locatelli, Fajoli, and three-man midfield, including the guys who are here, like Pogba and Rabia, or the guys coming back next season? I, again, I will reiterate that the guys come back next season will not be in this team. Like I think you've done and dusted for them, but I would still go with Pogba. Um if Pogba's available to play, he makes our midfield. Period. Period. Uh for me yeah, it's, it's, hard it's, to argue it's with no question. I think what's cool is that you can mix things up. Look at that. like if Pogba's available right now, you could choose to do a two-man pivot. And I'm fine with Locatelli and Fajoli being the pivots and push Pogba a little further up, or you could play him as a flat three, and Locatelli could be your defensive side, and those two can both move forward, Pogba and Fajoli. You have options. You can go a two-man base with Locatelli and Rabio that is shown to be quite formidable, and then push Pogba forward. Uh, Fajoli can then come on and be pushed forward out of the midfield. You have options, but make no mistake about it. Pogba's fit. He makes our midfield, like...
2: Yeah. He has to. Yeah, there's yes. no question about it. I, literally nothing to add. Uh, it, Pogba's only downside is his defensive game. Like, he's been drafted at Man United for uh, McFred. What's their names? Fred and McTominay. Uh, because he doesn't do defensive work. So if he is put inside uh, you know the starting lineup, the starting three, it should be with two guys who do defensive work and cover a lot of ground, which can either be right now Lucatelli Rabio or Lucatelli Faljoli. He can't be paired there with Miretti, for example, yeah. or with Paredes as CDN. He needs two guys to work hard.
0: Yeah: so, With Rovella well, coming just, in next season, Rovella Rovella's is a tricky one.: A really, really strong two-man pivot, and like it, it, it's yeah. interesting. That is Loca. Naturally, I've been saying this forever. Two-man pivot is loca all day, all day. Yeah, um, but again, we'll wait and see. But mm-hmm. we've Rovella got is ten, an interesting
2: two. one. Go because Rovella is an interesting one because he plays the basically Locatelli's role. But I, I'm I'm curious to see how he performs in like a box-to-box Mitsala kind of role. I have yet to see him play that role. But it will be nice to have him, especially instead of Paredes as even backup. Yeah. There you go.
0: And I will say this, for all the Paredes talk out there, don't worry, everybody. I mean, PSG mm-hmm. is going to offer us a discount on him, and we're still going to say no. So yep. have no fears Box. there. Have Boxing. no fears there. Michael Razzo coming in here, would you guys prefer three signings in the summer or a new coach signing? That mm-hmm. really depends, again, until the dust settles but what do you guys think yeah.
2: really depends on the signings? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah.
1: No, yeah, like- first, first indicate three signings. Like what are we talking about here? Like yeah. three, three, like backline help.
0: Can I just like, ask for about? all of it? All of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, uh, preference. If it was only between the two guns, sign- my head signings, oh, yeah. um, but you know, obviously, preferable to have it all and all be in sync. We still don't have a management team, though. Everybody, you gotta, you gotta wait. Michael, yeah, so I can't have it all. Can't have it all. all right, no, all right. I,
2: I, I'm on the other side of the fence here. I would, uh, I wouldn't keep Allegri. I think we have a fairly decent squad, so. A better manager, more attacking, more advanced manager could do something different with this group of guys.
0: But the season hasn't finished. Season hasn't yes. finished yeah. either. And like, Look, it's a hypothetical, so right. I'm hypothetically but I'm just saying thinking. Hypothetically, we finish. Say we finish and if we get a point deduction back or we don't get a point uh, back, whatnot. But let's say you take that penalty out. We sit in second comfortably. Is this not a second place team? I think it is. Especially if we hit second place with all this inconsistency, with all these injuries in which Juve still really, really needs to work on.
1: 180
0: games missed. Has he necessarily grossly underachieved or anything? In Europe, yes. That was shocking. But again, I don't know. Like It's just like, this would be a second place UV side. Maybe that's saying too much for the roster because we have clear roster problems.
2: I think it says a lot about the league as well. Like everyone is dropping sure. points left, right, and center, except for Napoli. I mean, the, the fact that they have the biggest margin from second place ever is an indictment of that. Milan are in a 3 4, Lazio inconsistent, Atalanta inconsistent. Even Inter, true. who are pretty solid, are still like 13 points behind, and suddenly losing to Empoli. I mean, Juve were in second place because they won eight games in a row, and because other teams failed to keep it consistent and win.
0: Yeah,
1: and this is where I, again, I'm not a Max in or out guy. But like, let's, I'm for the club, but it's without that point deduction we're in second place like what okay we all agree like everyone's like we want to win champions like Fa- face it people we're we're not a champions league caliber team not if, yet
0: not right now and, and just so, again i'm with that's and, where I and disagree. I'm, everybody knows where i stand with max Allegri. okay so yeah don't take this as max in by any means but if you're looking at this roster okay with the injury if you're looking at this roster, if you go back to some of these games and you look at the lineups that we played, not because Max chose them, because we pretty much had no other decisions that could be made at those positions, and we mm-hmm. covered the games. We talked about the line, Like, who would you put there? Like, these, this in a lot of those games, this is who you're kind of left with and you have to go with due to injury, whatever, everything.
2: But that's what I'm saying. It's not a player problem. If
0: you look at that and you look at this team and you start looking at rotation now, even now, who do you want to put in the middle of the park outside of Rabio, Locatelli, Fagioli? You don't even want to play Paredes. And I agree. I wouldn't. Don't play the guy. We sold McKenny, and McKenny was doing nothing. You've got Miretti. Now Miretti's out three weeks. Right now, we're locked into these guys until Moretti gets back because you've got nothing to rotate. You've got nothing to rotate. If you want to talk about wingbacks while Cuadrado gets hurt, we have to use Bikini, for Christ's sake. De Chilio's back. He might as well not be. Costich. Costich is so inconsistent and has he a lot a of struggles. Sorry. Our back three. Our best back three has been the Brazilians, and there has been games where they have been shocking. So... With all due respect to, you know, wanting a coaching change and all this and whatnot, I'm telling you that this roster, if you put them in second place, I think that's probably maybe a bit better considering all things standing. The inconsistencies. that, And, yes, I'm not saying that we play great football because we know we haven't been able to or whatnot. But, again... I would just like to once this fucking season see with our guys with Pogba in there and everything and Di Maria and Chiesa and everything thriving and Vlaovic in this new system finally, second game back, bag to brace there. Do we get things going? Like, I would just like to see and just be able to know. So, again, it's tough to just hammer it all down on one guy because there's a lot of shit going on right now. A lot. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying.
1: I'm with you, big guy.
0: Yeah. One day at Hello. a time, one game at a time, everybody. We're on to Fiorentina on Sunday. We will right. see what happens there. Got to get another three points. Um, do not expect formation changes. Um, I th- expect it all the same. And then, of course, we have Nance in uh, Europa League on Thursday, Okay. We have Mirko Di Natale live Saturday. Everybody in the chat, reminder, like the video. Okay, if you're new here, subscribe to the channel. It's all Juve all the time. That's all you need to know. So if you're a diehard Juve fan or even you support another team and you just want to be kept in the loop on everything Juve, smash the subscribe button. To all of you in the AJC Army, you guys are great. I see it all the time in the comments to videos, um, reaching out on DMs, loving the content. Um, I thank you guys, and I will remind you all, it goes a long way to share the content. If you choose to clip sections of our videos, interesting discussion points that you want to share out there, either on UVA Facebook groups, um, other languages and groups on Facebook, uh, Instagram, anything, feel free to clip bits of the show and send mm-hmm. it out. Feel free to share links on the shows. It all helps. Thank you very much. For everybody that's been supporting the merch store, again, Amici Dinesuno. Couldn't have come out at a better time because that has been the theme of all the news this week going around Juve. That's another way to support the channel. You guys have been great. There's been a very, very good show. A lot of different uh, stuff that we touched on. As always, Saturday with Miracle will be the next live show. Look forward to seeing you all there. Again, like this video. Till then, I'll have the daily update videos for you. But as always, Fino alla fine. Forza Juve. One day at a time, one game at a time, one day at a time, three nil against Salernitana. Let's see what happens against Fiorentina. All right, Mm -hmm. ciao, tutti. Take care. Oh, and by the way, yes, yes, I I will set that up and we are gonna have FIFA pro clubs and then you guys can see my pro player in action. His name is Juju Beppe. See you then. (laughs) Ciao, tutti.